Happy Friday, everybody. It is your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley, owner of Nexus Family Chiropractic, and you are tuned in to The Nexus Podcast. Today's episode is something that I've wanted to talk about for a very, very, very long time, and I just kept putting it off and putting it off, so now we get to have a conversation. So the conversation is about posture, and you know that posture is a direct indicator of brain health, but what you may not know is there's something interesting inside of posture that is this thing called mobility. Mobility is your body's ability to move, and not only just to move, but to move well, because moving well is important for a number of reasons. One, it helps you become stronger. Two, it helps you move around and actually keeps you protected. And three, it's an indicator of quality of life. So I want you to kick back, relax, and enjoy this 19th episode of The Nexus Podcast, where I talk to you all about mobility. If you are anything like me, you have done yoga, you have tried stretching, maybe you're going to stretch lab, maybe you're in CrossFit mobility class, maybe you see a massage therapist and an acupuncture, and yet still, it seems like no matter what you do, your flexibility never gets to where you really want it to be. And so the solutions for it often sound like this. Let's sit while we're watching TV at night and stretch. If you just stretch more before the class, before the yoga class or before the CrossFit class, then your mobility will get better over time. Or maybe you're just one of those people who's been going to yoga and no matter how much you go, hot yoga, cold yoga, Bikram yoga, doesn't matter. The flexibility just doesn't get that much better and you're frustrated wondering what options there are in order to gain more mobility. Now, mobility is important. Mobility is super important and stretching, yoga, doing the other things that you would do to gain mobility are important as well. Not discrediting any of those, but my question for you is this, are they enough and are they getting you the results that you want? Inside of this, I want you to consider something else. What are the results that you want and why? So if you want to be able to do the splits, which I've tried, this is one of my goals. It's going to take me more than a year to be able to do it. My question is, why do I want to be able to do the splits? Well, for me, I want to be able to do the splits just to say that I can do it because I'm kind of stubborn. But the other thing is that I want to see how far I can push myself um, in terms of mobility and actually requires me some willpower to do it. So for you, why are you wanting to do more mobility? Is it because you want to be stronger? Is it because you want people to look at you a certain way? Maybe you'll feel more attractive as a person if you have better flexibility. Maybe you'll feel better about yourself intrinsically if you have better flexibility. Whatever it is... I'm using flexibility and mobility interchangeably. And so here's the problem is that no matter how much you work on your flexibility, on your mobility, it's probably not enough. That's right. I'm going to say that again. No matter how much you work on your mobility, it's probably not enough unless you're doing one very important thing, and that is getting adjusted. And I'm going to explain why. Because... When we go and we do one yoga class in the morning and then we go about our day sitting at our desk and stressing about taxes and stressing about finances and stressing about our spouses or our significant others and stressing about our dog and stressing about our home and stressing about our car and stressing about our friends and then watching TV and watching the news which causes all this stress, the body does something very interesting every time it has stress and it goes into protective mode. Now it goes into protective mode quite literally to protect you and one of the things that will happen is the muscles will start to 
tense up and lock down just a little bit because the brain wants to protect itself from an imminent attack. That imminent attack would be the expectation that a lion or a saber-toothed tiger is going to attack you in the woods. The problem is we don't have the saber-toothed tiger attacking us in the woods anymore. Instead, we have one hour of yoga and 24 hours of our day, and then the rest of our time is spent stressing about work, stressing about fiance, stressing about husbands, stressing about wives, stressing about the kids, stressing about the next event that we have to do, the presentation that we have to get done, the taxes that we have to get done, the check we have to write for rent, or whatever the case may be. I could go on and on and on and on about all the pains and all the stresses inside of our lives that each and every one of us have. Now, the goal is not to take away the stress inside of your life, but the goal is to get your body to better adapt to that stress. And the only way to adapt better to that stress is by getting adjusted, by having your joints of your spine moving, mobility moving properly so that your muscles can relax. So here's how this works. Your brain actually controls your muscles. I'm going to say that again because this is profound. Your brain actually controls your muscles. So if you never address the brain specifically and understand how that brain is stimulated to relax or tighten the muscles, then you will completely miss and be wasting time trying to do mobility that will get you some result, quite definitely it will, but it's not going to ever get you the result that you're looking for. And so here's why I bring this up, because I am in the CrossFit gym all the time, and one of my biggest frustrations is watching people do the same stretching routine, the same foam rolling routine, the same yoga routine over and over and over again, hoping and wishing that their mobility got better, but it just never gets to where they want it to be. And no matter how much they practice technique and no matter how much they practice mobility, they never get to where they want because they're missing the fact that their body's constantly in stress mode. And now the stress mode comes because the joints of the spine are not moving properly. 90% of the stimulation and nutrition to the brain comes from properly moving joints of the spine. This was found by a guy named Roger Sperry in 1981. You've heard me say this a million times. This is important because when you understand that movement of the joints of the spine sends signals to the brain that tells the brain to go into healing mode, into relaxation mode, you'll start to see why when I take care of clients that almost immediately one of the first things they report is that, oh my goodness, I can actually put my hands over my head again and it feels feels way better than it's ever felt in my life. I can actually lift heavier weights over my head without having changed anything in just a few adjustments because when we wake up the brain by getting the joints of the spine moving properly, the brain can then relax and allow those muscles to cool out and calm down. I had this conversation with another client inside of our office this earlier this week. One of her biggest concerns is that she has this right um, scapula that is so tight that it cannot relax. And no matter how much she uses the salon pause patches, no matter how much she uses ice, no matter how much she does massage, no matter how much she carries her kid on her other arm, whatever she does, it never goes away. And here's the problem. This is why it doesn't go away because she's under so much stress constantly and she's not addressing her body or she hasn't been up until a few weeks ago addressing her body properly. And so now that she's starting addressing her nervous system, what she's starting to realize is that her shoulder, her scapula, and all the muscles connected to it are functioning and moving and more relaxed than she could have ever gotten with just massage alone because of the way that we stimulate the brain through properly moving joints of the spine. 
So that is key because the brain controls the muscles. The brain controls the muscles. So doing yoga is great, but it doesn't address the brain. Doing stretching is great, but it doesn't address the brain. Doing mobility and foam rolling and lacrosse balling and all the great things that Kelly Starrett has taught inside of the book, Becoming a Supple Leopard, are great. But if we don't address the brain, then we're leaving something on the table. And I would argue that that's the biggest part of what you're leaving on the table in terms of trying to get better mobility. Now, Mobility is important for a number of reasons. One, mobility will allow you to lift more weight. If you're an athlete and you want to lift more or you want to move faster, having better mobility will help get you there. Two, mobility quite literally is an indicator of someone's lifespan and quality of life. So we literally look at people. One of the tests they determine to determine when someone will pass away and what their quality of life is going to be is how fast they can walk. I'm going to say that one more time. How fast they can walk a mile. And so a lot of that is dependent on mobility. How well can someone move? How well can the muscles stretch and relax and fire and generate power? And that is all determined through the nervous system, nothing else. So the question then becomes, if you want to get better mobility and you're not getting adjusted, then what could you do outside of getting adjusted to help get you better mobility? Now, I'm going to give you a number of things, and this is going to require you to take an extra step. So instead of just listening to this and consuming the content for free, I'm going to post some videos on my Nexus Family Chiropractic Facebook page. You can just go to Nexus Family Chiropractic. It's going to be a series. Maybe it'll just be one video with three exercises in it, but I'm going to show you what these are. So I will show you in a video, if you go to our Facebook page, exactly what these things are that you can do and what they look like and why they're important, I'm about to explain right now. So the first thing is called wall squats. So if you haven't heard of a wall squat, it's also known as squat therapy. What you would do is you would interlock your thumbs over top of your head with your arms fully extended straight up over your head, and then you put your feet or your toes up against a wall. And now there should be nothing on this wall, no pictures, anything like that. It should just be a bare wall. You put your toes up against the wall. You're facing the wall. Your nose is almost touching the wall. And then you simply try to do a squat with your hands above your head. And you want to ideally be able to squat all the way down as far as you can go with your butt touching your heels, your hands not touching the wall, your nose not touching your wall, your knees not touching the wall. Sounds easy. I would encourage you to try it. Now, if you can't do this and you want to work on your mobility, you should be practicing it like daily. I would say before your workouts and after your workouts, this is what I did. People watch me overhead squat and consistently they ask me the same thing. How did you get so good? How did your mobility get so good? It's not by chance. Guess what? It is not by chance. My mobility started getting better when I started getting chiropractic care. And then after I got chiropractic care, I was committed every single day, day after day, day in, day out, 10 reps in the before workout, 10 reps after workout to doing these wall squats to help me, this squat therapy to help me get better mobility. And this addresses a couple of things. So the next one is you need to start at the ankles. So most people miss this completely. They want to start with their shoulders. They want to start with better snatch technique, but they ignore their ankles. They ignore their feet. So the important thing to note here is that you should have very stable feet, All right. And this is called a joint by joint approach that comes from a guy named Gray Cook. I would encourage you to look him up. He's amazing. He has some great stuff. So Gray Cook came up with this thing. It's called a joint by joint approach. And what he found is that you should have very stable feet. Your feet should be super stable. Your ankles, on the other hand, should be super mobile, meaning they should be able to move a lot, like a lot, a lot, where you should be able to squat all the way down in that squat hold that I just talked about. And nothing should be able to touch the wall. Your feet should stay flat on the ground. Your heels should stay 
flat on the ground. Your toes should not point out or in. Your knees should not go out or in. And your ankles, if you, uh, the only way to be able to get this is if your ankles have the mobility to actually do it. And so, Joint by joint approach goes like this. If we continue, you have to have stable feet. You have to have mobile, very, very, very mobile ankles. Most people miss the ankles. They ignore the ankles because they think there's other stuff they should be doing because it looks sexier to do those other things. And it takes less commitment to do those other things than it does to focus on the ankles. After the ankles, we go to the knees. The knees should be stable. The knees should be very, very stable and strong. There's not a lot of mobility in the knees. It's mostly, mostly just flexion and extension. There's a little bit of rotation in there, but not too much. The hips, on the other hand, should be mobile. And so this is one of the problems that I see with a lot of our CrossFit athletes, a lot of our athletes in general, is that they go straight to the hips and they ignore the ankles. And when they do that, they're missing, they're creating this chain of imbalance within their bodies. Because if you have immobile ankles, you're going to have mobile knees. And if you have mobile knees, you're going to have immobile ankles, but it should be the exact opposite of that. So this is why it's super important. And then if we continue just a little bit further, if you have mobile hips, you should have a stable lumbar spine. If you have a stable lumbar spine, that's your low back, by the way, then you should have a mobile thoracic spine. Your thoracic spine is your mid-back. And if you have a mobile mid-back, you should be able to get into lots of extension. This is why people who do the overhead squat, they have difficulty uh, with their chest falling forward. Like the wall squat that I talked about earlier, lots of people can't keep their nose from touching the wall because they have no thoracic extension. They have no thoracic mobility. If we continue, the cervical spine should be very, very mobile. Your neck should be able to move in lots and lots of directions without pain. It has lots of motion. Your shoulders, should be mobile. Your elbows should be stable. Your wrists should be mobile. Your hands should be stable. And so this joint by joint approach by Greg Cook is important. It's important to understand, not just as an athlete, but for kids as well. Because if we watch kids squat, they have a perfect squat. And at some point they lose it. And they don't just lose it by magic. They lose it because of the activities that we have them doing. They're too sedentary. They're not squatting enough. Everything is made easy for us now. And so if we keep our kids active, if you keep yourself active, you should never lose any of these things. This is why when we start to rehab someone and we start to fix their movements, one of the things that we are ultimately focused on is trying to get them back to the exact same movements that a toddler would have. Because those same movements that a toddler has, we should never lose throughout the course of our lives. But we do. Why? Because of stress. Not because the muscles are tight, but because of stress. Because that stress, that physiologic response that happens in the brain actually makes the muscles tight. So this is super important to understand. If you want to fix your mobility issues, if you want to stop getting injured in the gym all the time, if you want to stop being the person who's like, three weeks my knee hurt and I couldn't surf, and then four weeks my low back hurt and I couldn't do CrossFit or I couldn't surf, but in the meantime I was fine. If you're one of those people who's constantly injured, it's because you're not addressing your mobility. And the only way you're going to fix the issues is if you address your brain. All right. And then last thing you can do extension and lateral movements. If you're doing lots of extension, then you're going to help prime your brain to be in less stress mode because stress mode is flexion. Extension is healing mode not protective mode. It's living full out, enjoying life and loving life mode. And so when we see these extension movements, these obviously stimulate the front part of the brain. And the same with lateral movements. Lateral movements moving side to side are very, very important for brain stimulation. So we have three things you can do. You can do the squat therapy, also known as the overhead squat therapy or the wall squats. You can start at your ankles. Just start focusing on getting better mobility in your ankles. Literally, right now you have no excuse 
to not address your ankles because all you got to do is look on YouTube and look for ankle mobility exercises and there will be a million of them. They're all there for free. You should be able to find them no problem. And then lastly, start doing extension and lateral movements. I love extension movements. Surfing is the best example of an extension movement I can think of. You lay on a board, you arch your back, you try to get your chest off the board as much as you can, and then you also have your feet off the board because you want to create as little contact to the board as possible while you're trying to catch a wave. And so this is why a lot of our surfers are so super duper healthy is because they have great extension. But oftentimes what I see is they're constantly injured because they never address their brain. So if you are struggling with mobility, if you are struggling with being injured constantly, if you are just looking to live a quality of life where you don't have to be the person who ends up in the nursing home one day someday, addressing your mobility now is going to be key for that. So start addressing your mobility. If you have questions, I would love for you to reach out to us. You can find us at front desk, front desk at nexusfamilychiropractic.com. You can also go to our website, nexusfamilychiropractic.com. I want to ask you two other favors. If you don't mind, I would love for you to leave a review for this podcast and rate it so that other people can see this and benefit from the same information that I'm sharing with you. I love and appreciate every single one of you for listening. We will talk again very, very, very soon. Thank you for listening to The Nexus Podcast with your host, Dr. Daniel Kimbley. If you're interested in receiving more information about optimizing your brain and nervous system, check out our website at www.nexusfamilychiropractic.com.